With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is SENZ Hurricane Valley. Ricardo Ball with you, uh, along with, of course, uh, Norm Hewitt. And another former Kane joins us now as well, Thomas Waldron. G'day, Tom. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Uh, but disappointing. Uh, Norm and I have been talking about the result last weekend over in Perth, particularly given the side that the Canes have put out. I, I'd imagine Chris Gibbs wouldn't have been particularly happy. Uh, no, no. And that's the thing. You sort of want to go over there and front up. But I know Perth's always a tough place to go to and you sort of always battle. But you, they were going in with a bit of confidence, but just, yeah, just just didn't get it right on, on the day. No, didn't get it right at all, mate. Uh, I mean, for a team that, you know, they had uh, Dane back in the starting 15, TJ as well. Um, you know, they had a reasonable team out there. There weren't too many missing from it. Were you surprised? Uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I know Coles will be a little bit um, off the pace and everything because that's his first game and he, he, he keep coming back and then being put back a little bit. So he was always going to be a little bit rusty, but um, I hope it'll be better for him this week. But that's the thing, it's sort of, Going over to Australia is tough, but then, then uh, going over to the Brumbies is going to be even tougher. So they're going to have to have a good, hard look at themselves. And it's just about attitude, I think. You've just got to put everything into it. It's a one-off game, uh, winner takes all, really. Yeah, that's the, that's the go, mate. I'll tell you what, he didn't do his coach any favours uh, the other day. Was it yesterday? I think they had the press conference, and Dane, at the press conference, sitting next to Chris Gibbs, started uh, t- having a crack at the competition format and the finals format, saying eight's too many teams and the knockouts. You just see Chris Gibbs' face going, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> that's always when you speak your mind sometimes, eh? But, yeah. Uh, yeah, like that's the thing. You, you Yeah, the finals footy, that's, that's why you're playing play the game. You want to challenge yourself and if it's 8, 12 it's, it's knockout rugby isn't it so that's where these young kids are going to learn um, big lessons from and going away in the quarter final be, some of them will be their biggest game uh, of their lives so it's yeah uh, whatever whatever teams you've you got to make the most of it so I don't know if, I don't know if Coles is just getting a bit, a bit too old now Yeah well I mean you know what it's like with hookers mate they, they, they're all a bit rogue aren't they Norm <laughs> We always go a bit rogue mate you know um, Thomas uh Building into this game, we've got two teams that come off losses, two big teams coming into the quarterfinals. One, Brumbies at home. They also got their, uh, they've got their coach moving on after after a long stint, and they've got four senior players also retiring. The Brumbies at home. What what do you think is going to be their strategy into the Canes game? Yeah, I think they're same thing, same as the Hurricane. I think they take a, a long look at themselves. They, they, both teams probably weren't happy with their performances. So I think the Brumbies, they've got and that's the thing, they've got some classy players like Nick White, a halfback, and, um, and and they've got some speed out wide, and their forwards do look menacing when they've got ball in hand. But um, And that's the thing with Hurricanes on their day. like You know, when they played against the Crusaders, they had their mentality about going after them and bullying them. Um, I think they've got to do the same again this week against the Brumbies. You've got to just give them no space and just... Be all over them, it's, and that's a, and that's it comes down to an attitude thing. And you can do as much training as you want want all week, but it comes down to uh, on the field, really. 
Thomas, that, uh, we were just talking before the break um, about that loose forward trio of the Brumbies. It is a bit more like a uh, an English-style um, or even a South African-style loose three, isn't it? I mean, they're all just big men, just big bodies, that uh, and, they'll, and they'll be throwing themselves in the way to, to stop Artie's go forward. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then that's the way um, uh, Laurie Fisher plays as well. He's He's been there for a long time, and um, he, he's a top man. But, yeah, he's definitely... Uh, going to get them up for the game, and yeah, they that is like the Terrificans. It's just the they're trying to put as much pressure on you as possible, mm-hmm. being as physical. But we know the uh, physicality the Hurricanes can bring when they want to as well. So I think it should be a, a, a pretty good matchup anyway. So looking at this uh, the quarterfinal, you, you've mentioned attitude twice. McCullough said that he was really disappointed with the Brumbies because of the attitude. I haven't seen any reports coming out of the Canes. Uh, kept saying they just were disappointed with their attitude. How much is the attitude crucial for the success of whoever has that best application of it, Thomas? Yeah, I, th- I think it's a big thing. It's and that's I, I probably found it later on in in my rugby career where it's about what you do in the training. Nine times out of ten, what you do at training comes out on the weekend, um, and that's where I think I found it's probably over in England. I found. If I put in a good training week, I was prepared for the game, and uh, and you sort of build on that, and and that's why I put it. That's why I would put it down to personally. It's just if they get the week right uh, with rest and recovery, but having the whole team on board of what they're trying to do and um, going after. There's all different ways of doing it, but that's that's the way I would I would take it. Um, going from past experience that I've got, I think yeah, just build up the week that you want it to be, and then. Let it all out on uh, on the on the on the next day or on the game day. Um, Thomas, in terms of the way that the Canes are going to set up for this game, how much do you think Chris Gibbs will look at the Brumbies and what they've been doing and try to counter that? And how much will it just be how do we play our best game? What's what's the best version of ourselves? Yeah, that, yeah, and that's the thing. Well, especially these days with the amount of analysis that they do and. Stuff like that, like the Brumbies in Australian rugby, they are quite robotic in what they do. So they'll have the set uh, phases, three set phases, and uh, trying to get momentum and then play. So if, I think we, if we shut things down at source, stop their drive, uh, stop their hooker getting over the uh, over the try line from their driving malls and stuff, stopping them early, giving them sort of no breathing space. Cut the, yeah, and I think that that'll be a big thing up front as well. So hopefully Chris will be looking at that and seeing it and just stop, trying to stop them up front. I think. Isn't it driving more one of their most uh, dangerous weapons at the moment? I think scoring most of their tries, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think uh, Fang is their top try scorer, the hooker. Um, so that, that 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 says a lot, doesn't it, um, about about how they like to play the game, mate? Um, well, we, one thing I said to Norm before I was keen to get you guys to do is is put together what you think the starting fifteen is going to be this weekend for the Canes. Um, have you have, have you do you want to start in the front row, Thomas? Well, should we let Norm do the front row? Cause okay, that's his That's his. That's his Forte, isn't it? Is it? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Look, mate, I, I would, I would have Colsey starting. I, I wouldn't actually change much from the front row that started, because I thought, you know, when uh, Asafo came on, he he made an impact, so he's our impact player. Um, that would be my starting front row. So we're going oh, with yeah, going with the same same lineup. But what about the locks? I'll go Blackwell. Look, James Blackwell, and, and who would your yeah. who would your other lock go with? 
with uh, Blackburn. Oh, I, go, I, I like I'll the boy Sangster. Yeah, I like Delaney. Delaney. Yeah. yeah, at lock. Um, just because he just because of the physicality. Yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, all right. So and Caleb Delaney. Because I'd have Duplessy and well, hey, this is your forte. I'll let you go first. There, yeah, <laughs> yeah well, Artie, Artie would be eight. Um, yeah, I'd have Duplessy and want a, a big bruiser on the blind side. I do. Um, I wish Devin Flander was available. Is he available? I'm not too sure. Um, Don't know. I think he's, he's out, isn't he, Devin? But I would like to have a, a nice big bruiser on the on the blind side. Yeah. Okay. So that would be a, that would be our loose trio. Um, okay. What about the halves? Is it TJ and Aiden Morgan? Uh, yeah, I, I would go Aiden Morgan. I would at, at ten, uh, nine, and ten. Yeah, I like the way Aiden was playing and just that young blood, and he's been there for the last sort of three or four weeks. And, and and in these games as well, you sort of want a young guy to have no fear and go after it as well. What about the midfield then, Norm? Uh, I mean, is do you put Geordie back in at twelve and play him uh, alongside Billy Proctor, or do you put him back at fifteen? Oh, look, I would have Geordie at twelve. Alongside Balin Sullivan, uh, Josh Morby at at fifteen with Wes Houston, and you know I wouldn't. Rassi from a finishing point of view, mm-hmm. but yeah, that would be my backline: Aidan Morton, TJ, um, Jordy, Balin, Houston, Morby, and uh, Rassi. Yeah, what about you, Thomas? You you on board with that? Yeah, yeah, I'm on board with that, and then yeah, I'd like to have uh, uh, have Ruben Love on the on the reserves as well. Yeah, um, just because mm. um, I like the, I like the style of the way he plays and stuff like that as well. So hopefully he can add a bit of stuff as well. Him and probably Julian on the bench to add a bit of fire out wide and a bit of a uh, bit of class as well. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing. Julian's talking about playing twelve, so you know he's uh, obviously sees himself as a an option there. If you need points, he can be a battering ram in, in the midfield. Gentlemen, before we finish uh, Hurricane Valley, let's get your picks for the quarterfinals. Um, let's start with uh, the Friday night game between the Crusaders and the Reds. Norm, who are you going? Uh, Crusaders. Uh, Crusaders are big game players. They uh, they let let them off against the Reds uh, last week. I think they'll be right on their game. Reds will come back into it, but Crusaders at home, they'll take it. You agree with that, Thomas? Uh, yeah, I do agree, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, I think Crusaders just a bit too strong, especially on a Friday night down in Christchurch as well. Yeah. Um, that's a, that's another uh, tick in their favour, isn't it? Yeah, about zero degrees. Probably the, the boys from Queensland will be loving that. Uh, Saturday afternoon, uh, the Chiefs host the Waratahs. Now, Justin Marshall said to me this was the hardest game to pick of the weekend. Um, I don't know what you think about that, Thomas. Um, yeah, he probably is right, actually, because the Chiefs uh, are up and down, but playing at home and having hope they get a good crowd there and stuff like that, it does it does lift and um, stuff. But, yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I think the Waratahs might give them a close... They'll be probably the closest scoreline, I reckon. But um, I think the Chiefs should hopefully should be a bit too strong for them. Yeah, Norm, you, you on board with that? Yeah, look... I think that the Tars will take them right to the last minute and then whoever doesn't knock it on will win the game. So look, I think the Tars will actually take the Chiefs. Really? Um, okay. Just, yeah, I do. I think that's, and as Marshy's uh, said, toughest game to pick. 
There are two tough ones, two easy ones from my perspective. Blues, Crusaders, Brumbies, Chiefs. Those two games are tough. The other two are, uh, uh, you know, easy. Okay, well, if the if the Blues uh, is a foregone conclusion, like Norm says, let's go straight to the Brumbies Canes. Uh, we were talking about this before you came on, Thomas, and said, you know, it was hard to split these two teams on form and and on what they bring. Um, and I, I was just leaning Brumbies purely because they're at home, and that was the only way I could split them. Where are you on that? Um, I would like the Hurricanes to get up and stuff like that, but it's it is playing them at home is tough. It, it does get it quite cold, so at least the at least we'll be used to it and stuff like that, but. Oh, I want to, I want to back, I want to back the boys just to go after them and and throw everything at them. That's what, that's what I want to see, and um, it'd be awesome if they did that. Yeah, indeed. All right, hey Thomas, thanks very much for coming on, mate. Always good to chat. No worries, thank you very much. Awesome. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys.